From the Allen Media Worldwide Headquarters Studios, high atop two Turtle Creek, this is Deconstructing Dallas. Greetings, everyone. This is your host, Ryan Trimble, looking out upon the sunny, sunny Dallas landscape. Joined today by the always springy Sean Williams. Sean, good day, sir. Spring is in the air. Ryan Trimble, spring is in the air. The sun is shining. I'm feeling pretty, pretty good today. <laughs> well, you look like you have a spring in your step, sir. I'm ready to roll, man. It has been, um, we've had a good run this year on podcast, man. The John Killen episode is really killing, killing it. it. <laughs> yes. Maybe. Yeah. So that's, that's doing really well. And man, we've been busy. I mean, um, I have to give a shout out to Southern Dallas Magazine, who had a feature article on our client, Lynn McBee, uh, entitled, Lynn McBee believes she should be the next mayor of Dallas. And I know one of the reasons you like that headline is because it has an exclamation mark at the end. These are my people, Southern Dallas uh, Magazine, using lots of exclamation points. I like that. As a former head cheerleader, Sean, you know I'm always uh, peppy. I know you're excited. And you're you're not ashamed or afraid to put an exclamation mark in a text message either. I'm not. I, I like proper grammar in text messages, and I like to relay my excitement. Well, speaking of clients, we've got um, a bill to talk about from one of our clients. Uh, Morgan Meyer has a really interesting bill uh, that he is um, working on down in Austin. Yeah, this is a it's really interesting. It came about. This is House Bill 2789. Representative Meyer just filed it. Uh, The bill would criminalize uh, the incidence of lewd photos. So um, texting pictures of yourself naked to uh, somebody uh, in an unsolicited fashion, uh, it would be a, uh, a class C misdemeanor at this point. This is a growing problem, and it's interesting. The CEO of uh, the female-driven uh, relationship app, Bumble, a uh, lady named Whitney Wolf Hurd, also an SMU grad. Thank of you. There's the touch. Yep. Uh, Miss Miss Hurd worked with Representative Meyer and his staff to craft this bill. Uh, it it was filed uh, into last week, and so uh, it's it's moving through the through the uh, the process right now. But uh, you know, hats off to Representative Meyer. This is uh, you know, as as a father of a daughter, I want to see stuff like this cleaned up. And uh, you know, come on, guys, uh, guys and gals, let's. Uh, you know, let's be thoughtful before we hit send on stuff like this. Yeah, I really didn't realize how big of a problem this was, how prevalent this was, how many individuals out there are sending unsolicited pictures of themselves, unsolicited nude photos of themselves yeah. to um, to individuals who don't want it, don't want to see it, yeah. didn't ask for it. And so I think that this is a move in the right direction to address this and hopefully deter those folks who, who've seen this is just a, a way to 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 get laughs, or uh, really, it's it's an intimidation. It's it's a, it's something that we need to put a stop. When to. it's a, yeah, unsolicited. I mean, you know, let's. Uh Let's let's put an end to that. So, um, good luck to Representative Meyer. We look forward to. I believe SMU is working on a on a having a program on campus to to discuss it, and so hopefully that'll be a good platform to uh, uh, you know spread the word about the bill and and gain some momentum for it. And we can keep everyone up to speed on the progress of this bill. That's right. That's right. It was a really good day for clients yesterday on Good Morning Texas. We had two clients that were featured. Our own. Kristen Welsh was at Trinity Groves as Beto and Son was featured. 
And then I was in studio as Jay McGarry interviewed Phil Romano in studio, and he had an opportunity to talk about his book, his new book, The Mad Entrepreneur, MAD, standing for Making a Difference. And so that was a really exciting day. We had back-to-back hits for our clients on Good Morning Texas, and it was a fun morning. Let me just uh, give a tip of the cap to the great Kristen Welsh. That lady is one of the greatest professionals I've ever met. She is completely unassuming, super nice, but man, she is a great PR professional. And we are very fortunate to have her on our team. That's right. And really guiding us and leading us to get all the promotions for all of our clients. And again, to have two back-to-back on the same show like that, hats off again to Kristen. And hats off to you, sir. Well, you know, I did have, uh, you know, I'm always looking for the good selfie opportunity so I did get a good one <laughs> yesterday and with the good morning Texas sign behind me you can check me out on Instagram Sean P Williams let me know what you think about that but it was fun it was my it was only my second time in the Victory Park studio down there and they have a really really cool operation and one of the interesting things that happened was we spoke with a security guard because one of the things and we'll be doing more about Phil Romano and his book uh, I can guess we can kind of tease that in the coming weeks but one of the big investments that that Phil made was in the stint, the heart stint. And one of the security guards there uh, was really eager to meet Phil because he himself 10 years ago had to have a stint put in uh, to relieve um, some some problems that he'd had with his heart and was really excited to meet Phil. So it was a great morning uh, down at Victory Park, a little rainy, but we got it in and it was fun. That's great work. One more WFAA note. Big shout out to Sonia Assad, the health and uh, wellness reporter from from Channel 8 WFAA. She came out and uh, she supported and is is crafting the story along with visual storyteller Robin Carter. The story of Melly's Monster Cookies, Sean. It's a it's a it's a t- couple of local moms that are lifelong friends. Uh, they've got a cookie recipe, and thanks to our client Walmart, uh, they're going nationwide in four thousand Walmart stores across the country so uh, thank you Sonia and Robin for coming out and uh, that story is going to be up soon so big week uh, with WFAA here locally uh, here for our our clients so you know onward Sean the sky's the limit onward and onward to our interview this week we had a really good friend of ours another SMU tie I have to say uh, with Ken Malcolmson president and CEO of the North Dallas Chamber of Commerce and Ken is coming in to talk to us about you know all the wonderful things that the chamber is doing there we have some really good relationships whether it be with the Dallas Regional Chamber the Oak Cliff Chamber but I have to say that um, it's been great watching Ken in this role this new role someone we've known a long time and to talk about where he's taken the, the North Dallas Chamber. I've always liked uh, going to the North Dallas Chamber. I think it's it's been a great uh, long-standing chamber, uh, had some great leadership, but man, Ken Malcolmson, my good friend Ken, has really uh, breathed new life into the organization. He's got a new building, a new logo. He's got a bunch of new stuff up there, Sean, and so he's doing big things and uh, excited to jump right into this interview. Well, let's do just that. Let's take a quick break and let's talk with Ken Malcolmson right after this this is sean williams ryan trimble deconstructing dallas we'll be right back
you know what they say, variety is the spice of life. And if you're looking for spicy, look no further than effin' hot salsas. Hey friends, it's your old pal RT here. And take it from me, if you're looking for the best variety of salsas, jellies, and other fiery concoctions, look no further than effin' hot salsa. FN Hot is created with the finest peppers and hand-selected ingredients. And what's even better? FN Hot is based right here in Dallas. And if my recommendation isn't enough, get this. FN Hot donates 5% of their annual profits to the Special Operations Warrior Foundation. So what are you waiting for? Get to the store and pick up your own jar of FN Hot salsa today. It'll make you say, that's FN Hot. <laughs> Welcome back to Deconstructing Dallas. Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. Sean, I'm super fired up today. We've got one of my favorite guys coming on the show. He is Ken Malcolmson, the president and CEO of the North Dallas Chamber. Ken, thanks for coming on. Hey, really glad to be here, Ryan and Sean. Looking forward to this conversation. Well, Sean, I usually see Ken when he's in a really, really sporty red blazer <laughs> patrolling the halls of Moody Coliseum pregame, uh, halftime. Oh, uh, he is a, a dedicated pony. There's always a pony angle in our show. I know. So. There seems to be this year, there seems to be the theme. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I might need to see if I can we, get an ag year or two. You need to get an ag year or two. That's in on here. me. But uh, Ken, thanks again for coming on. How's everything in the North Dallas Chamber? Tell You've got a new building. You've got a new logo over the past year or so how's everything going you know you you use the key word there ryan and that's new mm-hmm. i mean we we're trying to portray ourselves as new and fresh and different um, we're not your grandfather's oldsmobile <laughs> um, so i i came to the chamber about a year and a half ago and uh, we have such a rich legacy a rich history of doing really great things in this community uh, 65 years worth by the way and um, but it's gone to a different level with uh, a new leadership team. It includes uh, Jeff Kittner, who I know Ryan and Sean know very well. Um, and Jeff has been uh, fantastic in terms of helping us grow our presence in the marketplace. Um, really, in the public advocacy front, government relations area, we really have established relationships with all of the North Texas delegation of legislators as well as city councilmen and Um, We really just feel like we're making a significant impact. And that's led to a very rich calendar of programming that we have going on right now uh, that I'd love to tell you more about. So when we get feedback in from our listeners, a lot of times, you know, Ryan and I just like to jump right in because a lot of our guests have been friends of ours that we know very well and we're excited to talk to you. But then they want us to walk back some. So, you know, here in Dallas, we've got the North Dallas Chamber, Oak Cliff Chamber, we've got the Southeast Dallas Chamber. You know, why are these local chambers important? Why is it important to North Dallas or in any of these other communities to have a Chamber of Commerce working on their behalf? Yeah, instead of just the Dallas, you know, the, the big, you know, conglomerate 
uh, chamber in town. Sure. So, well, there's a, there's a lot of question in there, Sean. So let me let me respond with an anecdote, a little bit of an anecdote, and say that. Well, first of all, one of the questions I get posed all the time to me is is how do we distinguish ourselves from the Dallas Regional Chamber? And by the way, I have the privilege of serving on the board of the Dallas Regional Chamber as well, and it's an incredible organization. I've served on that board in the past. That's how I met you. Life. Was through that relationship. Exactly, exactly, Sean. And um, so I have great respect uh, for the Dallas Regional Chamber. The difference, though, is that the Dallas Regional Chamber is focused on the region, while all of the other chambers that you've mentioned, um, six of which are geographic chambers, and then we have another uh, four or five affinity slash ethnic chambers um, that also serve the the people of the city of Dallas. Um, so it is pretty uh, distinguished in terms of geography or ethnicity in terms of how the chambers operate. But um, but the other thing that differentiates us is that most of us have seeded true economic development, that meaning attracting companies to the area as well as attracting talent. Um, we've really kind of seeded that to the Dallas Regional Chamber with few exceptions. There are certain areas where we all have specific focus but that's kind of the distinguishing factor we all have specific geographies or ethnic bases of members and we're there to serve our members to help you know, make Dallas a better place to live work play and uh, raise a family and build a business and that's how the chambers operate we have a very strong pro-business perspective pro-business agendas, particularly when it comes to issues relative to public advocacy and our programming. Um, we also all provide networking opportunities for our members. So that's in effect what we do, and that's not very different. Th that doesn't vary much from chamber to chamber. Now, I will say, and I'm sorry, Sean, I'll, I'll go back and, and go a little bit more, a little bit deeper, and that is we're working at the North Dallas Chamber, we're working very diligently not to have that name North, that word North, dominate our, our mission. And so we've worked very diligently in trying to think of ourselves as, as what happens in North Dallas is critically important, um, but it's just as important as what happens in all sectors of the city. We have to rise all tides here. And um, so we've worked very hard on that, and I'll give you a quick example. Uh, we just recently did a leadership briefing that paired Casey Thomas, City Councilman Casey, Casey Thomas, with City Councilman Lee Kleiman. Casey got up in front of a packed house in our brand new building, Ryan, thank you for mentioning that, um, and came, got up and made um, a, a, gave us a, a perspective on all of the great economic de development that's occurring in the southern sector. And it was, a, it was an eye-opener for a lot of the people in that audience. Um, now, he sat down, and then Lee got up, and Lee did a masterful job of saying, let me tell you why this is so important for our city. 85% of our tax base, our revenues, come from north of the Trinity River. Until we fix that imbalance, we're clearly going to be challenged in this city in terms of future growth and future opportunity. So we are just as focused on, um, 
on things that are occurring in other parts of our city. Um, North Dallas happens to be our focus and where our name is, but, but we're very focused on what happens, particularly in the southern sector, and we're very great proponents of the Grow South initiative that Mayor Rawlings implemented. Long answer to your question, Sean. Yeah, Sorry no, about that. That. That's all right. yeah, that was great. That was great. And that story demonstrates your involvement on a local level. I know you're very you know, keenly focused and plugged in on the, the legislative session that's, that's underway currently. Tell us, how do you decide what advocacy issues, what uh, movements are you going to involve yourself in and involve the chamber in? Great question, Ryan. And, and historically, a chamber like the North Dallas Chamber would spend their time, develop their own set of legislative priorities, mm-hmm. and then actually advocate for those um, in Austin. This year, we actually decided to do something a little different. And um, I have the, also the privilege of serving on the board of the North Texas Commission. And through the North Texas Commission, um, we have formed a coalition of nine chambers, all of whom have government relations functions, nine chambers from the entire North Texas region. And we've partnered together and developed a common set of legislative priorities. And so we, we now have those priorities and we utilize them when we're meeting with our legislators our delegation from North Texas, and when we actually physically go to Austin and advocate for certain positions and, and meet with meet with our legislators. So, um, for example, Tuesday of this week, uh, DRC had, uh, DRC being Dallas Regional Chamber, mm-hmm. just had their DRC day in Austin. Uh, we, we've been involved in that. Um, then uh, the North Texas Commission Day is coming up at the end of March. We'll be going down collaboratively and uh, advocating because, let me tell you why we've done this. One, it's obviously more efficient, but much more importantly, it's, it's, it allows us to amplify our voice. Um, if you think about Houston, they have the Greater Houston Partnership, and their voice is much louder than ours here in mm-hmm. Dallas, simply because we are much more disparate, and yeah. we we try or not now trying to amplify our voice through collaborative efforts and building coalitions. This is Deconstructing Dallas. Sean Williams, Ron Trimble. We are with Ken Malcolmson, the president and CEO of the North Dallas Chamber. Uh, when we come back after the break, Ken, I'd like to talk a little bit more about some of those legislative priorities as well as some of your programming. So we're going to take a really quick break and come back. This is Deconstructing Dallas. We'll be right back. building Dallas's emerging urban university. Together we are finding ways to fight Alzheimer's disease. We are the University of North Texas, the UNT Health Science Center, and the University of North Texas at Dallas. Together we are the UNT system. To learn more about the UNT system, visit untsystem.edu.
Stuck in Dallas, Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble here with Ken Malcolmson, our good friend Ken Malcolmson from the North Dallas Chamber of Commerce, president and CEO. And Ken, you know, we were really excited to hear that you were moving into this new role. And we've talked a little bit about um, kind of some of the things that you've had going. But before we even talk about your calendar of events, we want to talk about some of your priorities that you've had since you've come into this role at the North Dallas Chamber. Thanks for asking, Sean. I appreciate that. I, I came on board about a year and a half ago after a 40-year career in healthcare, And um, it's just been an incredible experience, an incredible ride this last year and a half. And, uh, but one of the things I came with was uh, I, I was asked by our board to identify our strategic priorities. And I tried to simplify it as much as possible and came up with three. And the three that I, I've suggested are critically important that we repeat over and over again really are not unique to the North Dallas Chamber of Commerce. Most nonprofits are grappling with some of the same issues that we are. So the first one is how do we ensure relevance and differentiation in an increasingly crowded marketplace. If you think of our service portfolio, it's simply three things. One is it's public advocacy. Secondly, it's programming. And third, it's networking opportunities. Well, lots of people do, particularly the 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 bottom two of those. And so we have to continue to demonstrate relevance to our membership and uh, and differentiate ourselves. So that's what we've been focused on. Our second strategic priority is how do we grow? But with a, how do we grow with an emphasis on diversity? And when most people think of diversity, they immediately run towards ethnic diversity. And that's critically important for us. But equally important is generational diversity. We have to find ways to attract the millennial generation into our membership because that's our future. And it's obviously the largest generational cohort in the history of our country. And then last, the third priority is, how do we really tackle some of the big issues that are facing our community? But how do we do that um, collaboratively by building coalitions with other like-minded organizations. And that's a little bit about what we talked about earlier, um, is, is uh, ensuring that we're connected with other organizations that have similar missions, and, and then trying to amplify our voice and become more efficient in how we deliver that. Ken, you talked about some of your uh, your ways to keep people involved in some of your, your scheduling. You were kind enough to bring us a, a hard copy printout of your event schedule. It looks like a great, great lineup you've got here. You've got Civics for Business, Judge Bennett, uh, Martin Hoff, Judge Hoffman. Um, I see I see Congressman Allred, our new congressman, is going to be coming in March. So tell us about some of your events. Tell us about some of the most exciting ones and your, your annual meeting coming up later this year. Sure, sure. Well, and what you have in front of you is um, just a sampling. That's just a sampling of uh, the kinds of things that we cherry-picked just for us. Yes, there you go. <laughs> it's curated. Curated. It's curated. Thank you for exactly. curating your content. And, um, but uh, what we like to we're fond of saying that we do 150 events a year. Um, we do 150 events, and of those 135 of them, we do right in our new building near the intersection of Preston and Royal. But uh, the other 15 are major conferences that we have to take to member hotels because we simply can't accommodate them size-wise. So, uh, but some of the kinds of things that we've been focused on, uh, you've already mentioned. We've established a new program called Civics for Business. Uh, Jeff Kittner has been instrumental in developing that. Um, we just recently had a judges panel, but uh, yesterday, or actually, yes, yesterday we had a forum in our building, another Civics for Business forum, where it uh, was talking about public school 
financing, the number one priority sure. in Austin right now. And we had two DISD trustees and two Richardson ISD trustees, as well as a representative from the Commit Partnership of providing a forum to a sold-out a crowd in our building on on Wednesday of this week so um, those are the kinds of things but then you add in the likes of uh, a leadership briefing series each month and our next leadership briefing is on March 19th and it's going to feature our new newly elected US congressman Colin Allred and Colin's become a good friend of the chamber and we're really pleased to have the opportunity to continue to interact with him um, we also have routinely um, interface with all of our legislators Nathan Johnson just was in our building last week, and we had 35 people just on the spur of the moment come in and uh, sit down with Nathan. Those are the kinds of things we bring to our, our membership. But the other big things that are coming up, April 3rd, we will be hosting a mayoral candidate forum. And obviously, we couldn't hold that in our building. We're partnering, by the way again back to collaborating we're partnering with the oak cliff chamber um, with the league of women voters with the glbt chamber and the dallas 40 on putting this mayoral candidate forum on we're actually doing it at texas scottish right they can only accommodate 250 people there six weeks out this week we've already sold it out we cannot get another person into this. That's the kind of interest. And we have all eight candidates committed. We've spent at least an hour and a half with each one of the candidates just trying to get to know them better. And we are so fortunate that we have eight credible, highly qualified candidates that are running for uh, this mayoral position. And I think that's a real credit to our current mayor, Mayor Rawlings. Last but not least, I'm sorry to go on and on no, here, no, but no. last but not least, save the date. April 18th is our annual meeting, and uh, we're very fortunate to have uh, Lee Cullum coming in to interview Gary Kelly, chairman and CEO of Southwest Airlines. Um, we usually attract about 600 people to that event, and uh, that will be at the Anatole this year. Outstanding. Well, Ken, you know, you mentioned some of your experience. You've spent um, many years in healthcare. You've had some great service on the Dallas Regional Chamber Board. You talked about your work with North Texas Commission. So I'd really like for you to pull back a little bit and just talk about the opportunities for Dallas, where you see kind of us headed as a city. And we've even talked about, you know, how we need to make sure to amplify our voice here. But like, what, are, what do you see, Ken, as the opportunities for, for Dallas? Well, I think it's pretty apparent that from an economic perspective, we're, we're on fire right now. There's just so much opportunity. And from a growth perspective, now it may not be specific to the city of Dallas, but nevertheless, um, we have this, this great opportunities to capitalize on this economic growth that many parts of our country don't, don't have this, that, that, that luxury like we do right now. So this is a, a tremendous time to be in Dallas-Fort Worth and the whole North Texas area. Now, at the same time, We've got challenges, and we all know that we have significant challenges. When you think about housing affordability, particularly near the core, when you talk about the uh, income inequality that we're dealing with, diversity, inclusion, and equity, these are all major issues that we need to come to grips with as a city and really grapple with those, come together, and try to find solutions that are going to bring everybody up. And uh, that's, I think, that's going to be our biggest challenge as we look at ahead. But, but on the other hand, I, I like where we're starting from. 
I like where we're starting from. Now it's just a matter of trying to get our priorities straight and really get after some of these bigger challenges. Well, Ken, I know Sean and I know just where to find you, but if, if any of our listeners wanted to find you or learn more about the Chamber, uh, can you tell us where to where we can go to find you? Sure. We'd love to have anybody come and uh, visit us. We're, first of all, uh, geographically, we're located in a brand new building on the southwest quadrant of Preston and Royal, and uh, we're really pleased with that new asset. And then uh, secondly, in terms of access to the chamber, you can reach us on all, f- all types of social media. And our website is ndcc.org. Um, but uh, we're on all forms of social media. And um, we really uh, would appreciate anybody's interest. One of the first places I gained a relationship with the North Dallas Chamber was on the Twitter feed NDCC because North Dallas Chamber participated in SOC Tuesday. And so back when I was at the police department, like on Tuesdays, we would always like show what type of socks we had on for the day. And the North Dallas <laughs> Chamber was always engaged on that. So I'm, I've been following the Twitter feed for North Dallas Chamber for quite a while. Well, great. I'm glad to hear that. And uh, I'm not personally, you know, a generational issue. I'm not on Facebook, but I do follow Twitter quite a bit. And it's uh, I really appreciate all the stuff that comes out, not only from us, but from the entire community. Well, Ken, thanks for coming on today, and I'll look forward to seeing you on the hilltop here in the next couple days, and uh, we'll look forward to uh, seeing you up at the North Dallas Chamber. Look forward to it. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan, and thank you, Sean. You all have a great day. You too. Deconstructing Dallas. We'll be right back. Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. Sean, always love seeing that guy. Ken Malcolmson, head of the North Dallas Chamber. Thank you for coming in studio with us, Ken. uh, Great to see him as always. Yep, it's always good. And again, we've got so many SMU ties. Ken shared some of that with us, but I also know that um, an SMU alum recently signed a new contract. Cole Beasley is headed to Buffalo, to the Buffalo Bills, and he will be catching passes up in the cold in the Northeast. Man, that that's like culture shock for me. I don't know how that guy, uh, you know, good luck to him because that's some cold weather. Our friend uh, Maureen Wiegert here at, uh, at Allen Media should know because her husband Jim is a huge, maybe the biggest Buffalo Bills fan I've ever met. Definitely in my the life. biggest I've ever met, yes. personally, for yes, sure. Yes, for sure. So, congratulations, Jim. You got a good one. Um, what is this going to mean to Cole Beasley's rap career? I don't know. How's the scene in Buffalo? I mean, I don't know what the rap scene is in Buffalo, but I guess we'll see. I mean, he's spitting his hot fire on Twitter and he's releasing an underground tape, so I guess. 
nobody really does a tape anymore, but they do call it a mixtape. Um, but we'll for see. anybody interested, Sean's got a trunk full of tapes, <laughs> mixtapes out Cassettes in the parking lot, and eight tracks. That's right. So yeah, congratulations on the contract for Cole Beasley. Um, there's a lot of signings going on across the NFL. Unfortunately, the Dallas Cowboys are not making any of those right now. Stay tuned. We'll see. Stay we'll tuned. See. We'll, we'll, we'll stay the course on. Yeah. That. Well, you saw Jerry the other day, and he, you know, he grabbed you like he was your friend, patted you on the shoulder and said, hey, hey. Jerry thanks. was great. It was my first time meeting Roosevelt. Yeah, Roosevelt. Now, he, that that was really probably the highlight, He's was a, getting to meet Roosevelt. God bless you, Roosevelt. Yeah. We, Rosie, you're our guy, man. So thank you for uh, saying hi to us. Well, we want to go ahead and wrap this one up. We want to thank Ken Malcolmson for coming in and chatting with us today. As always, we want to thank Mary Woodleaf. We want to thank Jennifer Pascal, the owners of Allen Media. This is an Allen Media production. If you have an opportunity, please go and like our podcast, especially if you have Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think. And on any platform that you listen to your podcast, this is Sean Williams for Ryan Trimble. We will be back very soon. We've got another special episode. We have Kate Weiser, who is still on deck for an interview with us on Deconstructing Dallas. So stay tuned for that. We are very appreciative to everyone who's taken a little bit of time to listen to our fledgling podcast. We are growing every day and we thank you for it. For Ryan Trimble, I am Sean Williams. This is Deconstructing Dallas. Adios.